Welcome everyone to another episode of The Wondering Christians. Today we'll be discussing evolution and what it means potentially for the Bible in regards to our understanding. And on this topic of evolution, we decided to pick out a couple of questions um, that we find hard uh, to answer. And we're both Christians, so we're looking at this from a Christian perspective. And we'll always believe the Bible. So these various questions that atheists or agnostics can put to us um, or that challenge the Bible in any way, we're going to try and answer those questions. Um, we're going to try. And we're, we also, me and Peter, we don't know each other's opinions about evolution. So we're going to find out and it's going to be interesting. So Gomes, what is your opinion of evolution? My opinion is, I be, yeah, I believe in evolution. I believe in evolution. I believe in Darwinian evolution. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, so I think one of the first things to point out is that Darwin's theory of evolution is in fact just that it's a theory. And even today, after all those many years, it is also still considered a theory and not absolute fact. Although there is a uh, large amount of evidence to support that theory. Um, so my understanding of the theory of evolution in Darwin's terms is that it is the process by which organisms change over time as a result of changes in heritable physical or behavioural traits. Changes that allow an organism to better adapt to its environment, which will help it survive and have more offspring. Uh, I think that pretty well summarises the theory of evolution. My answer to your question of what my opinion of it is, is yes, I see no wrong with it, especially in regards to the scripture and the Bible. Mm -hmm. The reasons I say that is I think the Bible very well explains why something happens. However, it doesn't always pursue the answers of how something happens and I think that's something that science is very good at doing and from my perspective and from my opinion science has backed up the bible mm -hmm. and supported the bible yeah in a multitude of ways um okay okay and there's there's several opinions about this firstly let me just say a theory in science can mean something very well established as in it's not like um how we normally look at just like some theory that we have about like some conspiracy theory or some theory like um so for example newton's laws okay their laws einstein's theory of uh gravity they call it just a general theory of relativity it's still a theory even though it's what everyone believes everyone believes about gravity it's not even Newton's laws, it's Einstein's theory about gravity. So it's still, even though it's got the name theory, it's pretty factual. It's not a law. Laws are equations and they don't have to be equations. They, they can be translated into, into equations most of the time. For example, the laws of thermodynamics, they're like super, super, super well established. As in, th other things don't work. Most things in science don't work if the, the if the laws of thermodynamics don't work aren't true that's why they're laws they're like super well established same thing with gravity newton's laws of gravity but then theory is still an important thing it's not just something some people believe 
it's pretty well established. I do just want to make a quick statement about various Christian opposition to seemingly um, the theory of evolution. Um, actually, when The Origin of Species was published, which I think was in 1859, um, at the time, actually, uh, quite a lot of Christians were quick to declare that Charles Darwin's statements were in fact a, a decent biblical doctrine of creation and in fact it was fairly well by itself um, accepted amongst Christians. Oh, okay. Um, okay. An issue is though, and I think this is where a lot of the criticism can come from, is that as the years went by, as with as can with a few scientific theories, um, evolution has become encrusted with all kinds of ideological uh, weights down the yeah. year. So yeah. people have made statements that have been attributed to Darwin's origin of species and his theories of evolution, which don't actually belong to his origin of species and theories uh, of evolution for example a gentleman by the name of herbert spencer mm -hmm. who was alive from the uh, 19th century to the 20th century uh, he loved evolution in fact he was quite a large popularizer of evolution in north america mm -hmm. however um, he tried to make evolution into a theory of everything in which the entire universe was ascending towards ultimate perfection. Okay. So, and it was also this same gentleman, Herbert Spencer, who first used the term survival of the fittest. And this statement, survival of the fittest, was actually attributed, falsely attributed, to Charles Darwin with the origin of species. Okay. And a result of this kind of like idea of survival of the fittest is that it's actually being used by people such as um, Adolf Hitler oh, yeah. <laughs> towards the Second World War and so on yeah. as a justification for their actions. Yeah. Earlier on, they kind of talked about how African people were less evolved than white people. And that's why slavery was okay. That Some of them uh, believe that. But that's just a side note. Evolution was kind of used to allow for those things, which is something that the Bible doesn't allow for. Um, it doesn't allow for racism. I think the thing that evolution is often compared about, uh, biblically speaking, is the Genesis story of how God's created the world in six days mm -hmm. and the story of Adam and Eve and so on, and people compare that. Yeah. I mean, what, what are your opinions on that? Um, so I think, well, after, before I say my opinions, let's go through what Christians... What 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 are the opinions on evolution that exist? Like the big opinions, and then also then you can say which one you belong to, out of these categories. The first one is an evolutionist that believes that God has no impact, so you don't need a supernatural power for it to work. You believe that the first organisms came out of nothing, or or came, well came out of some lightning phenomena, whatever whatever the science is, and then. The second category. So, do you do you think you're in that category? That you believe that God has no input in evolution? I disagree. Okay. Okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. And the second category is you believe that evolution happened, and it happened since 
hundreds of thousands of years ago and it's continuing until now and it's going to continue but that god does guide evolution he makes it happen he um it's not a self that evolution is not a self-defined idea um someone has to be pushing the strings i think at some abstraction yeah somebody has to be pushing the strings yeah yeah so that's that's what i believe the last one is there's no evolution and the earth was created 6,000 years ago or 10,000 years ago. That's a lot of Christians believe that. So I think you can be a Christian and believe in any one of those three. There are a lot of Christians that believe that the world is 10,000 years ago. Well, of course you can be a Christian and believe in any of those three. The Christian faith isn't based upon how you believe um, whether evolution is a thing or not. Um, it does bring an important point, though, is Richard Dawkins actually recounts how Darwin in evolution enables him to be an intellectually fulfilled atheist, somehow reinforcing the idea that there must be something deeply anti-Christian about evolution, mm-hmm. which doesn't make much sense when you consider how that same theory has been called upon to justify such a wide range of ideologies such as communism, fascism, capitalism, racism and uh, others. Yeah. Um, but regarding, I, I like the first two points because I think the first two points bring a, I think they work together because oh, I'm going to start talking computer science now, but have you heard of machine learning? Yeah. So to, to very roughly, briefly and terribly explain to the audience, Go on. machine learning is when you write a program and that when that program is exposed to various data it learns and evolves around the data that's been given to it and so the program itself changes itself to more efficiently deal with that data so now i've explained that i think it's very of course possible as to explain that's how evolution works Mm -hmm. so god has written the program so let's say that's the universe but the program has kind of like machine learning implemented into it. And yeah. so when it is exposed to various bits of data, when it's exposed to various different scenarios, it learns, bends and evolves around that. Yeah. And so God does have, of course, a part to do with it. And he is the cause of it. However, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean it can't, you know, also be redundant as well in a sense. I had this misconception that evolution was... Uh, for example, let's say there's there's some random animal and the earth is getting colder and colder and that animal, to combat that and to survive, it develops fur, for example, let's say. But it's not, it's not that uh, it has something innate that allows it to learn to, to grow fur. All that happens is there are hundreds of mutations happening thousands of mutations happening across thousands of years and the and it's completely random so the let's say the animal that randomly mutates to have fur it let's let's just say that like that in a simplified way the random animal that mutates to have fur that's the one that survives so it's not that the animal learnt or some dna code inside him learned that it needs to grow fur to survive no it just it's like random do you get what i'm saying i get what you're saying yeah just addressing Genesis, the creation story, very quickly again. Uh, it is something that I'm very open-minded to. I potentially 
I'm open-minded for people to take it as fact, but I'm also open-minded for people to take it as with another meaning as well. Because Adam in Hebrew literally means man, and Eve means giver of life. And so when it gets like that, it doesn't seem to me at least that they might necessarily be single individuals, but they may be, it may be trying to say something else, if you get what I'm saying. Okay. But do you, so do you uh, believe that to be true? Do you think uh, Adam is a literal person? I'm open-minded to it. Okay. I'm, I'm still looking into it. You know, I'm happy for people to think that he's a literal person, but I'm also happy to discuss other possibilities as well. I believe he's a literal person. And, and here's probably one of, one, of where, one of the questions. Do you believe that, there's, that God did something special uh, to pass some kind of ape or monkey-type animal to a human? Was there some kind of special transition that God did or... Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. I was just thinking about how I'm going to answer that. Or oh, that's a good question. Yeah. I think it's perfectly possible. I think this is what I would call a mystery of the faith. <laughs> and it's something that we can be possibly enlightened by, but it also might be something we just don't know. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, this might have been God's way of creating us yeah. as we are. What other species goes around hitting each other around the head with rocks? It's a, it's a hard question. I'm sure I'm sure there are people there. Are, I think there are people that believe evolution happened, but humans didn't evolve. Like we were literally created. Adam was created. Because of course it's possible within. I I love thinking about this in computer programming terms. I love thinking about this in computer science terms mm-hmm. because you can create a machine learning program, and it can. When you run it, it can act independently, but it doesn't know that you are the creator of it. As far as it's concerned, it just exists, yeah. and it's just doing its function. Uh-huh. I consider humans like this, especially atheists. You know, they're just running and doing. We're just running and doing our, their function, <laughs> but they don't recognise that God exists, and yet it's self-evident for that we exist. Uh-huh. That we must have been created by something intelligent. Yeah. My dog can't write a computer program. <laughs> if no intelligent life was behind the keyboards, that program wouldn't be able to exist. Who am I then to say that if there's no intelligent mind behind the universe, then why on earth should we exist? Yeah. It complete, I, for, for me, thinking it from a logical perspective, it completely blows out any kind of idea, you know, out of simply nothing came everything. Mm-hmm. And that's not only that, but out of nothing came everything and that everything was perfectly structured yeah, and yeah. came with a logic set of how to interact with other things. Yeah, I would yeah. argue that God is a very self-evident matter Definitely. within the universe. Definitely. But so, so on ev- back on evolution, that question I asked, I don't know the answer. Do you, so the, I guess I'll ask, you, I'll ask you this way. Do you believe that Animals are different to humans. Do I believe that a rock is different to sand? Is that your answer? So it's just a... Uh... No, I'm still thinking about it. Um, do I believe... What do you mean by humans are different to animals? Okay, so do humans have something that animals don't have? Okay. Uh, and how do that... What is it? Tell me what, what, what is this special thing. 
I want to say knowledge, but knowledge seems too weak. Knowledge and understanding, maybe. It's reason. It, it's, it's that thing that has allowed us to advance as a civilization so far. Okay, reason. Consciousness? I don't, I don't know. Okay, so we have a mind, uh, reason, we have... Yeah, I don't know if, if animals have consciousness, but do you think animals have spirits, for example? Humans do, right? I think as God created them, it's okay to say so. Un unless you could prove me wrong somewhere in scripture that states that they don't. Right, but they're different, right? Jesus didn't come and die for animals. Um, nothing is talked about how there'll be animals in heaven and or, or stuff like that, you know? Or that Not that animals, there won't be any animals in heaven, that animals here on earth, they won't go to heaven for some... That's just not in the Bible. Again, another mystery of the faith, I think. But we have to assume, if, if we have to give a yes and no answer, uh, we can say we don't know, which is which is the best answer. You want me to say, do I think so or not, anyway? Okay. No, 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 no. So <laughs> what I want to ask, what I want to ask is, what evolutionary step happened to for us to receive these spirits, for us to receive reason? It does, do you think evolution can explain that? Biologically, no. Yeah, so that's that's what I'm trying to get at. I think that there has to be some kind of special, even even if we consider that from uh, the creation of life, the first organism, the first whatever cell, living cell, from the creation of that, a plant, and then to some kind of animal or bacteria or something. Uh, I don't know. Um, Okay, let's say God created that. And even if God didn't have any input, he had to have had input at least in the creation of man, in the creation of humans, if we consider humans to be special. Because atheists, they will just say, they, they'll say they might not understand uh, how we managed to have re get reason and those things and no other animal did. They, they can say they don't understand it. Uh, that's all they can really say. I think our explanation is that god did something it's the god of the gaps have you heard of that expression i have heard of the expression but if you want to explain it to people listening yeah the expression is like when you you don't know the answer you say it, it's god so i don't know the answer to the evolution from the ape to the human so i just have to i believe that god uh, did something special and it's not it's not a it's not necessarily a fallacy um you know if god created mankind um, even if he did it through evolution, it's not it's not an, too big of an extrapolation to believe that um, God uh, did something special through inside evolution for man to exist. But it's a very strange concept because evolution it takes hundreds to hundreds to thousands of years, and to think that there was one instance where like man appeared. And this was the first man, Adam. It's such a strange thing to believe if you believe in evolution. The thing is, then you're, you're, you're beginning to go onto the argument now of, well, if evolution didn't exist, then why are there dinosaur, dinosaur fossils? Yeah, yeah. So that's, so I think, for, so that's, uh, so I think now we answered like some questions that atheists might have. And I've still got some more. But now for Christians... Christians that believe that the world is 6,000 years old, just put on... It's, it's very strange to believe that um, because 6,000 years old is 4,000 BC. 
4,000, 5,000 BC. And, you know, there's like cave paintings that are that old. You've got to remember, and you could argue this was with part of evolution as well, is that people in 4,000 BC didn't really know how to write. People in 2,000 BC were writing on tablets up until 700 BC. And then they started writing on various, you know, scrolls and so on after that. And now we're just reading these things off of computers. And so you could argue that is, you know, I I think the issue with a non-evolution kind of perspective is that you're kind of expecting some man to plop in magically into existence and know everything. Well, Adam, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But but evolution doesn't really account for this little change that we've had in 10,000 years. I wouldn't call it a little change. Um, I'd say the development of man has been pretty... Yeah, but it's that's not evolution. As in scientific, it's an evolution in the sense of the word evolution. You know, we evolved. Uh, I've, inv- I've evolved since I've started university. But that's not evolution as in biology. True. So, so yeah, so there's many things that we can say, I think... Even if you don't know how evolution works, exactly how it works, and and you can't prove, if you don't know how to prove it, I don't know how to prove it. Um, you can. There's so many reasons to believe that the Earth isn't 6,000 years old. I think the biggest one is, okay, dinosaurs is a big one. The existence of dinosaurs. There weren't dinosaurs 6,000 years ago. Secondly, let me see, rocks. We can date rocks. And we've dated rocks to way, 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 a long time ago. Long time ago. Hundreds of thousands of years ago. Millions, I think. So that's another one. You'd have to prove that everything, every rock dating has been wrong. And uh, so I'm in civil engineering and we've done a bit of geology work. And it's such a big department and so many hundreds of thousands of people, thousands of people working in departments like that. And just to say that all of those people dedicating their lives that are just completely clueless is it's very strange. Um, thirdly, I think the, the strongest case for the Earth not being 6,000 years old is that we have stars that are, you know, millions of kilometers away, millions of miles away, and this, uh, millions and millions and millions of miles away. And we have the speed of light right? So if we can see stars that are millions and millions and millions of miles away, and we calculate how long it took for the light to come from those stars to our eyes on Earth, it's more than 6,000 years. That's how they date the creation of the universe, more or less. It's, you know, it's millions and billions of years. So it's impossible. And so the only thing that create people that believe the Earth is 6,000 years old, the only thing that they can say is, well, the velocity of light has changed. And that's impossible, according to Einstein. He might be wrong, but that's a big thing to disprove. And if you do that, you know, you're probably the biggest and best physicist in the world. So no one has done that yet. Well, the speed of light hasn't changed. Uh, And since it hasn't changed, it's taken millions of years for light to get here on Earth. Then the Earth is older, or the universe at least is older than um, that. Yeah, I think those are the big... (laughs) And then another one, I guess, just a more common sense one is, you know, so the Earth is created 6,000 years ago. Noah's flood was, I don't know, let's say 5,000 years ago. Uh, so 3,000 BC. In three, in, and then, so from 3,000 to B, BC to, to zero, to the year zero, there's millions of people. In 3,000 3, years, millions of people just 
were born like that. I don't know. And they traveled all the way from uh, from Mesopotamia, from Iran uh, to form the Inca Empire. Down, it's it just doesn't make sense. So that's what I would say to Christians that believe that the Earth is six thousand years. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a valid argument. I think to include my own argument, it would be that providing that evolution is not used to refer to some dodgy philosophy mm-hmm. but rather to the to a biological theory of describing how god has created all living things mm-hmm. it, it, it would explain why many christians who work in the biological area today have no problem with incorporating evolutionary theory within their belief in god as creator mm-hmm. however as i said before the bible teaches us a lot about why mm-hmm. but not necessarily so much about how regarding science in the universe Mm-hmm. So the evolutionary process does not teach us morality. Yeah. The Bible teaches us about morality. Christians are called to behave like children of God according to God's moral law as revealed through Moses and Christ and the prophets. Mm-hmm. As well as this, Christians shouldn't be going about abusing the Bible by trying to treat it as a scientific book Yeah. when you know, scientific writings and scientific studies within the form we necessarily know them today didn't really happen until a long time after the book of Genesis would have even been written. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my conclusion, really. Yeah. That it's it's good to explain how God created the universe, how God created us, Mm -hmm. until a better theory comes along. Because I think if, to, to those who believe that the Bible... That, that the earth was created 6,000 years ago, well, there's a whole ocean of scientific evidence suggesting that it's existed for a whole lot longer than that. I guess the people in, the people that believe the, the earth is 6,000 years old, they, they have their reasons. Um, it's, it's, it's because of these genealogies in Genesis. They can calculate that. They calculate it to... To six thousand years ago, I guess. I want to bring up my my uh, biggest, my hardest question for a, for a Christian to answer. A Christian that believes in evolution. Oh, I'm shaking in my boots. <laughs> so, firstly, let me just say that I I personally think it's it's necessary to believe, not necessary to be a Christian, but ne- it's very important uh, to believe that. Uh, Adam was a real person because the whole salvation, uh, firstly, because everyone in the Bible treats Adam like a real person, one real person, and Eve like a real person uh, or two. And then uh, Jesus treats them like a real person. And then um, a lot of the salvation story is about that. It's about how Adam sinned and brought sin into the world. And if this is some kind of group of people sinning or... Because if you lose Adam, then you lose how people were created as a perfect uh, being. Adam was a perfect human, a perfect being, and so was Eve. And then they sinned, those two. So if you believe they're a group of people, you kind of attack the gospel a bit. You've got to have some kind of explanation for how sin came into the world then, if it wasn't through one person. No, I get I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. yeah. But... Uh, Okay, so that that's just something that has to do with the hardest question that I think that I can think of. But it, so here's the the hardest question. So the Bible says that Adam sinned, and whether that be one person or a group of people or whatever, Adam sinned, 
and sin entered into the world, death entered into the world. And some people say the earth was created six days. Some people say six days can mean, you know, eras or years or whatever, a long period of time. Uh, even if you believe that the earth was created in a long period of time and evolution happened, everyone agrees that man came after a lot of animals. You know, animals were created before mankind. I'm pretty sure I saw a cave painting of a man riding a T-Rex. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so 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 let's let's keep that image in our heads. So you've got a T-Rex, and obviously a T-Rex did not happen at the same no, time no. as mankind, yeah. as some people believe. But whatever. So the question is, how come the Bible says death and sin only entered into the world when Adam sinned? And supposedly, you know, there's been a lot of death before the first man, uh, the first homo sapien. Uh, There's been dinosaurs. There's been loads of things. There's been loads of things. So how is it possible? How can you solve this contradiction? It's a good question. I dare say you've got an answer to that. I have no idea. (laughs) All (laughs) All I can say is, all I can say is, I can't... I tell Christians that ask me that. I'm not sure if anyone has actually asked me that, but I saw that question. And when I ask myself that, I can all I say is, ah, well, there must have been... Well, Christians that believe that the earth is 6,000 years old, and they say, see, if, if, de- if the Bible says death came through Adam, how can evolution exist? And I, and I say... Well, that means that you have to believe bacteria uh, didn't die and uh, for like, you know, several, several, several days or months or whatever. Bacteria didn't die. Plants didn't die. If there's no death, then plants don't die. So what I believe, I think I believe, is that human death entered into the world. Oh, but that's just... No, the Bible doesn't say that. The Bible right. does say death. Um, so I, I have to... I think the only way out to believe in evolution, the only logical way out for a Christian to believe in evolution is to believe that uh, Adam only brought about human death. Very good. Apparently that's the same argument that Thomas Aquinas made. Oh. <laughs> um, really? Yeah, because... The Bible passages that teach about sin and death are clearly referring to the death of humans, not necessarily to animals. Yeah. I wouldn't say clearly. I would say not necessarily. Um, it, it feels clearly it would say, you know, human death or I don't know. Well, animals killed each other, didn't they? And that's very evident throughout evolution. Yeah. That's, that's very necessary for evolution. <laughs> evolution demands a lot of death. And if death yeah. started... 140,000 years ago. I don't know. It's That's all I can say. That's Apparently a gentleman called Pastor Daniel Harrell mm-hmm. makes a logical argument for animal death, writing that, quote, there had to be death in the garden, otherwise Adam would have been overrun by bugs and bacteria long before he took that forbidden bite of fruit. Yeah. But you could also apply that to humans as well, though. What do you mean? That humans would have to return to the to the dirt. Otherwise, they would overrun the garden themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so I once said that to a Christian 
on Facebook and I said, well, does that mean bacteria didn't die? It's impossible. It's bacteria has a very short lifespan. And he just said, well, you know, before we have no idea what the earth was like before uh, Adam sinned and maybe the earth was sustained without bacteria, which is impossible nowadays, obviously but it was sustained without bacteria. And that's an okay answer from, even though it makes no sense with evolution and stuff like that, it's still an okay answer because the Bible does say that before Noah, there was no rain. Do you know that? Do you know that before Noah, there was no rain? Right. All the earth, all the water came from underground. And that's when, and because of the the flood was the first time it started to rain. Why does it say that in the Bible, sorry? Uh, Genesis 2, 5 to 6. The Lord has not caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was not a man to till the ground, but there was there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. Isn't that just? A, could you not argue that's just a word for? Um, oh, what's that process called? Not condensation, is it? No, not condensation. Evaporation. Yeah, but it didn't rain. It says had not caused it to rain upon the earth. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. And then in in Hebrews eleven seven it says. By faith, Noah, being warned of God of things not yet, not seen as yet, moved with with fear, prepared an ark. So he basically, here it says like things not yet seen. It means, uh, you know, no one had seen rain before. Not necessarily, I guess you could say no one had seen a flood before, but no one had seen rain. Going back to that evolution thing, so maybe Adam could be explained as kind of like, a specific part of that evolution when that kind like that specific change happened upon where that status of humanity and man could be made mm. that separation from animal could be made then again that's kind of iffy another theory is that adam as you said there were other people on earth not just adam and adam might have been the first person created but god also created other people that's another theory i've heard and i don't believe it but uh, because it seems like after like a few years after adam's gone out of eden there's like civilizations around or other tribes or families or whatever uh very quickly as i said the hebrew definition of adam is man or mankind whereas the hebrew meaning of eve is giver of life and so maybe there were other people. I mean, if you go far back, yeah, far back enough anyway, you will get literally get to like humanity starting with two elements anyway. But it says that God, I think a key, another key part of it is that God walked with them in the garden, which suggests they were walking as well. <laughs> it does suggest that, yeah. And, and, and so it becomes complicated in a way. Yeah, we, we, we haven't reached a solution for everyone. That will appease Richard Dawkins and and the most conservative uh, creation. Well, I think the truth is we could talk about this pretty much indefinitely. Yeah. So, so let's just outline some basic truths we know that we believe in. Um, so we believe that God created... So we believe that God created the universe. That's not evolution, but God created the universe and he created life. We believe that... Um, we also believe that humans have something that animal, animals don't have. They have reason and they have, you know, a spirit or at least, a, you know, a different type of spirit. We also believe that man is created in the image of God. 
So that's very different from any other animal. Uh, we believe that science does tell us that there was uh, uh, life, there's been life on this earth for hundreds of thousands of years. Um, we believe that science says that there's been death for hundreds of thousands of years. I think that's most of what we can say. Um, yeah. One thing I would recommend checking out is something called the Sumerian Kings List. Okay. Because it uses a very similar dating system to what is used in Genesis. Not only that, okay. but the dating system is different. Well, first of all, it records a great flood like that of Genesis. Um, but also the dating systems are very similar to that in Genesis as well. So before mm. the flood, they were like hundreds of years mm. alive. Okay. And then after the flood, their life expectancies were much smaller. Yeah. See, there's so many possibilities. Another possibility is that the Earth has been around for hundreds, for millions of years, but life didn't begin as as long ago as we believe it to have begun. Um, there's just so many possibilities. But the, the thing, the truths that we enumerated, um, you know, we can't deny those. We we also can't deny that Adam brought at least spiritual death into the world, at least. Nice to put.